from Podcast One. Coming up in this episode of Target USA. My name is David Levinson, and I'm speaking on behalf of my mother, Christine Levinson, and my entire family. I am making a plea to the people that are holding my father. My mother has received your messages. Please tell us your demands so we can work together to bring my father home safely. Robert Levinson disappeared on Kish Island in Iran in 2007. He wasn't in the best of health then. He has diabetes, gout, and high blood pressure. Daughter Sarah Levinson Moriarty. In addition to concerns about his health, he's the longest held American hostage in U.S. history. 4,624 days. A new $20 million reward from the State Department's Rewards for Justice program, in addition to $5 million from the FBI, brings the total reward to 20 Million. It's the largest reward of its kind. Moriarty says the family hopes this reward pays off because he's 71 now and they're hopeful to get him home before his health deteriorates any further. And there's a new development in the case of this former FBI agent. We'll explore that and what's next on this edition of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Russia could render huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile capable of reaching the whole of the United States. Dangerous terrorist. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to seek an attack. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. The last time Robert Levinson was seen alive by his family was courtesy of a video sent from some anonymous individual or organization to the family. This is David Levinson speaking directly in a video to those people he believed sent them the video. Thank you for taking care of my father and for continuing to provide him with the care and medical treatment he needs to stay alive. My father is a loving and caring man who has always worked hard to provide for his family. He is a father of seven children, a dear husband, a grandfather of two beautiful children, and the pillar of our family. We are not part of any government and we are not experts on the region. No one can help us but you. Please help us. We tried to contact you, but you never responded. I am sending this message because we need to know what you want our family to do so that my father can come home safely. We will do everything within our power to bring him home. I don't know how else to communicate with you but my father knows how to contact us. We don't know what else to do. Please tell us what you want, and please help us bring my father home. This is the video we received from you. This video was a comfort to the family because it shows us that my father is alive and that he looks healthy. What you're about to hear is the audio from a proof of life video. And it's exactly what the title suggests. It proves, in this case, that Robert Levinson was alive. 
We believe this video was received by the family in 2011. From my, you know, my beautiful, my loving, my loyal wife, Christine, and my children, and my grandson, and also for the United States government. I have been held here for three and a half years. I am not in very good health. I am running very quickly out of diabetes medicine. I have been treated well, but I need the help of the United States government to answer the requests of the group that has held me for three and a half years. And please help me get home. 33 years of service to the United States deserves something. Please help me. After the video finished, there was this short message from Robert Levinson's wife, Christine. Bob, I will continue to do everything I can to bring you home alive. All I want is for our family to be whole again. We love you. We miss you every day. We will not abandon you. I've been following this case for all of the 12 years since it's been going on. Target USA is only three and a half years old, but we've been covering it on Target USA in one form or another as well. You'll hear the latest from his daughter, Sarah Levinson Moriarty, on this program. But first, we want to start with our very first interview with Christine Levinson, wife of Bob Levinson. This took place May 21st, 2007. The first question was, how are you doing? Oh, we're doing as well as we can, as can be expected under the circumstances. As time passes and more days go by, it gets harder and harder. My children are crying themselves to sleep at night, and they're calling his uh, cell phone just to hear his voice some days. Um, makes it very difficult, especially when they have events that he's not at. How old are your children? Uh, they range in age from 13 all the way up to 30. How many do you have? Seven. We have seven children. When's the last time you saw him? Last time I saw Bob was March 2nd, before this trip. What were the circumstances of that? He was leaving to go on this trip. It was a long trip. Uh, it was supposed to be, I think, about 10 days long. He was flying to London and then on to Dubai and doing his um, many uh, business jobs over there and then coming back. And it takes two days to travel each way, so it was a long trip. What was he doing on this trip? What was his plan for Iran? I understand he went to a place called Kish. What was he doing? Um, he was earning a living. Um, Bob does uh, many of these trips where he goes into major cities and then travels to other parts of the countries he's in so that he can um, get information for his clients. He had multiple clients on this trip. And as I said, um, he went and did his job. He's a provider for the family. I don't really know what he did because in the 33 years we've been married, he has always been the provider and I've been the one to take care of the home and the family. And um, when he makes these long trips, we have so much more to talk about than what his business was because they are such long trips and he usually has another one planned shortly after he returns home. During his years in the FBI, you knew he was an FBI agent. Right, but and, and, and it wasn't, you know, it sounds strange to people that we did it this way, but when you have seven children and you have such a busy life, it's very, um, 
uh, normal just to talk about um, family things when you're together. After he retired, he went into consulting. Were you privy to any more information about what he did, or did he just basically do what a lot of government people do, is to retire one day, go back to work the next day, pretty much doing the same thing but getting a paycheck from a different place? Yes, that is exactly what he did. Um, He's worked for a couple of different companies and worked on his own periodically. Um, And he's done that for the past nine years that he's been out of the uh, FBI. And uh, you don't know what company he works for, do you? He works for himself right now. So it seems like he's a consultant. Uh, Can you say or do you know what type of consultant he is? Well, um, I would say that he is the consultant as far as security goes. He didn't protect people. Um, He did things to help other um, private companies um, with counterfeiting and things like that, due diligence, pretty much normal things that uh, retired agents do. What's the latest news? What have you gotten information-wise about him, and where have you gotten it from? Actually, we don't have any more information right now than we did on March 9th, which is what is really frustrating because it is a foreign country that we have no relationship with. Um, I know the government's doing all that it can, but they're just as frustrated as I am. Uh, They've asked other countries to give them information, and we still have no more than we did on March 9th. And what is the government telling you? Is the FBI able to tell you anything, or any other agency government-wise? No. Uh, They have the same information I have, which is nothing. And uh, as I said before, it's very frustrating, because we'd like... Um, the people who are out there who live in Iran to be able to help us. I did send a letter to the president of Iran asking for his help, but I have not received anything, uh, any reply back from him. I did that through um, Ambassador Zarif at the UN mission for Iran. And um, we've got made a, um, gotten a website up so that people can help us. If they have information, it's helpbobblevinson.com. Uh, They can email us there. And, you know, we're trying everything we can think of to try and get Bob back safely. I realize you have to be careful about what you say, but are there things here that you know that you think perhaps it would not be wise to talk about, um, things that you know that maybe you're concerned about talking about publicly? Actually, no. So you really are in the dark. I really am in the dark. I have no information at all. I wish I did. I mean, every day I ask, do we have any information? And they say no. And it is extremely frustrating, especially when all my children call. They're in foreign countries themselves. One's in Japan, one's in Italy. And they call me daily just to find out if I have any news. And every day I have to say, no, I have no news. I understand he has some health issues. Can you tell us about him? Well, Bob is 59 years old, and as um, most men his age, he does have some um, things such as high blood pressure, and he has diabetes and um, uh, cholesterol problems, which he was on medication for all of them. And hopefully he's still receiving his medication, but we don't know. As I said, we have no information. So it makes it even more worrisome. Switching gears just a bit, but remaining on the theme of search and rescue, do you have any idea of any efforts to find and secure his release on behalf of the government or the military from the U.S.? Being a private citizen, government doesn't always tell you what they're doing, but I do not believe that they are trying to do anything more than ask Iran to help us right now because he's missing. We don't know any more than that. The last place he was was in Iran. 
And that's where we're trying to get help. His former co-workers have been uh, very supportive. Tell us about that group. Well, as you know, um, there is a large population that is retired law enforcement. And Bob was with both DEA and FBI. And many of those men and women have been in touch with me either by phone calls, email. Uh, One gentleman even showed up after driving five hours to offer his help. Um, Other people have flown down here to Florida to meet with me to see what they could do. Um, I understand they even sent a petition um, with about 200 signatures on it asking the president of Iran for help. So they have all been very supportive, and I really appreciate all that they've done for me. Um, But they are also limited. There's only so many things we can do as Americans um, because it is a foreign country that we have no relationship with. And that's why I would like to appeal to the Iranians or anyone over there to help us out. If they have seen Bob or heard anything about him, I really would like to know it. And as I said, they can uh, email me on our website, helpbobblevinson.com. The Swiss Embassy is the official intermediary between the U.S. and Iran. Have you heard anything from them? Um, I do not have any direct contact attacked with the uh, Swiss Embassy. Um, the State Department is the one who has contact with them, and they tell me almost daily um, what they have, and right now we have nothing. Anything you want to add that I haven't asked you? I guess I'm just asking for as many people as um, can uh, to help us. Um, um, Family events have happened, time has passed, and we are no closer to finding Bob than we were on March 9th, and I really would like anyone who can help us in any way to um, get in touch with me at helpbobblevinson.com. Well, again, uh, Mrs. Levinson, our thoughts and prayers are with you. And I appreciate your taking the time to do this. Thank you very much. That interview, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, was 12 years ago, 2007. The age ranges of the children she mentioned, Christine Levinson mentioned in this interview, at the time were 13 and 30. That age range now is 25 to 42. There have been graduations, there have been marriages, there have been births. There have been three presidents that have taken and held office uh, during the course of that time. And he is still, as she said, in that situation, seemingly no closer to being home than he was then. Or is he? There's been a development in the last week or so that confirms what Christine Levinson and her family has suspected all along, and that is that the government of Iran does indeed have Robert Levinson somewhere in custody. And as you'll hear in an interview in just a few moments with Sarah Levinson Moriarty, Bob Levinson's daughter, there are others who can confirm that he's in their custody as well. But first, this proof appears to have surfaced because there's supposedly some information suggesting from the UN that Iran responded to a request for information from them indicating that they had a case open against Bob Levinson. Iran came back and said that was a missing persons case, but the legal side of this, based on what I've been told, suggests this is not a missing persons case. This is some other type of legal case against him. And that case seems to suggest that Bob Levinson is being held prisoner there. For what reason, we don't know. The Levinsons have asked for some clarification on that. A lot of people 
over the years have asked for clarification on that, and they haven't gotten any. The only thing that I can come up with is that most likely he's being held hostage as a result of their interest, Iran's interest, in using him as political leverage. Now, to the interview with Sarah Levinson Moriarty. This interview took place on November 4th, 2019, just about 4.40 p.m. Today, it was announced by the State Department that there's a rewards for justice reward of $20 million um, available for anyone who has information that leads to the return of my father home to us. That combined with the FBI's existing reward of $5 million leads a total of $25 million to bring my father home to us. Where do you believe your father is now? He was last seen on Kish Island off the coast of Iran. Um, we believe the Iranian regime knows exactly what happened to him. I'm, I believe that he's somewhere in Iran or close to it and under the control of um, Iranian authorities. When's the last time your family's received anything to prove your father is alive? The last proof of life we received was in um, spring of 2011, but to this day, we still continue to receive reports from sources that are tips to our email or to our Facebook page um, with uh, proof with um, observations that he is alive still, um, though no proof of life has been has been provided with those messages. So what do those what are those observations? Can you describe them more more fully? Um, just tips of where he might be or where he was last seen. And we pass them along to our contacts at the FBI to pursue. Um, Hmm. Nothing, nothing has been able to be nailed down as of yet, but I believe with this new reward, we will continue to get more information because we believe that $25 million is a great motivator to, to finally bring him home to us. And you believe that um, these observations are from people who might have seen him or heard something regarding where he might be? Yes. Yes. Okay. Someone who's heard... Uh, we've even had um, um, the gentleman, Mr. Nizar Zaka, who was recently released, say that while he was in prison, he had had a lot of reports to him of sightings of my father that he couldn't confirm, but that continued to say that he was alive. And when was this gentleman released? He was released just a few months ago. And uh, where do you know where he was held? He was held at Ivan Prison. That's the notorious Iranian prison. Yes. Right. Your father has health issues, right? What are they? He has diabetes, gout, and high blood pressure. And do you believe they're being treated? Um, I mean, I think I saw this video of him in 2011, and uh, I think he suggested then that he was concerned about his, um, you know, treatment and medical condition. Um, Do you believe he's getting the proper treatment for that? We are concerned every single day for his health and well-being. He is 71 years old. Um, He wasn't in the best of health before he left for this trip. Um, One can only imagine what kind of detriment being held alone with no basic human rights could have on him. So we continue to be extremely concerned for his health. And um, I spoke to your brother um, maybe about a year or more ago, and 
forgive me for not getting his name right. I want to say it's David. Yes. He said to me at that time that the family had been essentially told by the Trump administration that it was going to do everything it could to, to get him home. Um, what, where does that stand? Well, I believe that today's announcement of the $25 million total reward is a direct um, example of that. Uh, it's, it's the largest reward of its kind. Um, we believe it's a, it sends a clear message to the Iranian regime that they need to send my father home now. So we, we do believe that they are doing everything they can and that they are very committed to bringing him home. And we're so thankful to President Trump and all of the administration who made this possible. Are you communicating regularly with the government, the U.S. government, the State Department? How does that work? Uh, or is this just a big breakthrough after a long time? We're in regular contact with them. They are very engaged. Um, the, the former special presidential envoy for hostage affairs, as you know, is now the national security advisor. He is completely engaged. We believe the secretary of state is completely engaged. And that goes all the way up to the top. And we know that President Trump is committed to bringing Americans home. And um, we are hopeful that this, again, sends a clear sign to Iran that they want Bob Levinson home, and all the Iranians need to do is send him home to us. All right. Um, what haven't I asked you about that you think is important as it relates to your father's situation? Um, so I think that one important point is today is the 40th anniversary of the U.S. Embassy takeover in Tehran, um, where Americans were held for 444 days. Um, our father has been held for 10 times longer than that. Um, and the Iranians continue to make their government po policy hostage taking, and it needs to end. And it can start with sending my father home to us. I would also add, if someone did have information um, for this Rewards for Justice program and want to try to access that $20 million plus $5 million reward, they can email info at rewardsforjustice.net, or they can go to their nearest U.S. embassy or consulate, or they can reach out to the FBI. Sarah, thank you for doing this. Um, again, as I've told your mother many times in the 12 years that I've been speaking to her and with your brother, and I'll tell you the same, that uh, I'm very sorry that you're in this situation. We really appreciate it. We know you've been there since the beginning, and we thank you for keeping a continued spotlight on the case. That's Sarah Levinson, Moriarty. We've been covering Robert Levinson's disappearance since we first found out about it, and we will continue to cover it until he's back home. Be sure to check in here at Target USA for details and on our newsletter, Inside the Skiff, for more on Robert Levinson and his situation. That's it for this week's program. Coming up in our next episode. Have you ever heard of the Dossier Center? It's an investigative group operating somewhere in Europe that's run by Mikhail Khodorkovsky. He was Russia's richest man, until Russian President Vladimir Putin threw him in jail and took over his Yukos oil company. But since last November, his outlet, the Dossier Center, which specializes in investigating and exposing what it calls Russian corruption, has dropped a growing number of exposés about a group of the most highly placed Russians closest to Vladimir Putin. We'll talk with one of the members of this super-secret group 
in our next Target USA podcast. I cannot say a lot just due to security reasons. We are small. Uh, it's it's collection of young people with extremely good education, uh, abstract thinking. We have you know, a number of people with doctor degrees uh, from different universities, you know, like data scientists. But most of they have enormous passion and dedication for the work they are doing, and they assume all the risks of such activities. That's the voice, disguised, of course, of one of the team members of the Dossier Center's investigative unit. You'll hear much more about their work coming up on our next edition. If you have any questions or comments about our program, send me an email at jgreen at wtop.com. That's the letter J, the color green. That's one word at whiskeytangooscarpapa.com. That's jgreen at wtop.com. Follow us on Twitter at TUSA Podcast. That's at Tango Uniform Sierra Alpha Podcast. And if you want more information, as I mentioned a little earlier, about national security and international security matters, sign up for our newsletter. It's called Inside the Skiff, and you can do it at WTOP.com slash alerts. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Check out the new podcast, Adulting Like a Mother Father. Join partners and new parents, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner, every week as the duo navigates all things adulting. Health and fitness, to finances and romance, all while balancing their careers and a new baby. Listen along as they chat with experts, celebrities, and friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss adulting like a mother-father. Every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now, stay tuned for the latest headlines from the Associated Press.